0: All right, folks, we'll open up uh, front row left. Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. I need to ask you about the running back, the running back situation. You, you lose Maya, and do you have any sense of how serious it is? How concerned are you about that position right now? Um, I, I, I don't think that these, hopefully, these, these are going to be, you know, some things that we can overcome here in a short period of time. Um, great to see our depth show up. You know, we'll have to see, but... Um, you know, it didn't look like, uh, based on what we saw here in the locker room, that it was gonna be something that was gonna be really long-term. So we'll see how he feels overnight. And then, uh, you know, hoping to get trade back for next week. Over here. Oh, and then Cam, yeah. Oh yeah, where do we start with that? Um, you know, this is somebody who's overcome four ACL surgeries. Um, so, you know, that's nine months recovery times four. So that's a long time to be in recovery, not being able to do something that you love. And when it happened the last time, um, you know, there's a lot of questions on whether he wanted to do it. He he didn't, he never batted an eye. said, this is what I want to do. He put his faith in God and um, felt like this was his journey. And um, what happened today in the stadium was was magical. And that's um, what college football means to a lot of people, not to everybody, but to a lot of people. And that's one of the reasons why um, college football special it's one of the reasons why you coach is to see something like that happen and uh, hopefully there's somebody out there that's going through tough times that can see that as a motivation to overcome because it's one thing to see that moment right there but it's all the morning workouts he had with uh, Adam Stewart it's all the um you know mornings waking up on crutches it's um you know the disappointment because that's not what you picture when you graduate high school and you signed with Ohio State is is something like this, but um, there was something special that went on in the field there and you could see it with our team and um, I'm just really happy for him but um, just really uh, selfishly proud to be part of a moment like that to see someone overcome such great obstacles in life. Um, I just can't say enough about it because you know there'll, there'll be great wins and there'll be great accomplishments here at Ohio State, but that what, what he's overcome is one of the great accomplishments and it's not something that people will see, um, but at least they were able to be a part of that right there. And, you know, those who were in the stadium were able to be a part of it because um, that's as special as I've been around. Uh, over to the right, Dylan Davis, Delaware to Gazette. When Kim went into that game, was there a specific emphasis on trying to maybe get him a touchdown? Was, were you thinking about that? Well, Cam, um, you know, tweaked it, tweaked it, him, you know, his uh, lower extremity. Um. again in, in, in preseason. And so he, he was kind of in a process of getting back on the field and um, we weren't sure when that was going to be. And uh, we never knew when the time was going to be that he was going to actually go back in the game and play. Um, and, you know, it was the, the moment was right. Uh, we still had the starters in the game after, you know, we, we, we muffed the punt and they scored and we did you know, we were going to take the starters out. It didn't happen that way. We decided to keep the starters in, so that had to happen. And then Marvin caught that pass, and we felt like, okay, now it's time to take Marvin out. Um, just probably too much risk at this point with Marvin. And that's when Hart said, well, I think it's, it's Cam Babs' time. And so um, you know, we called one play. That was a swing to Xavier, and uh, you know, if it didn't work out that way, it was going to come back to Cam. We got the ball into the red zone. There was, uh, I think, an injury on the play. And CJ come up to me and he said, "What do you think about you know about trying to get Cam a touchdown right here?" And I said, uh, "I said I think it's right." And uh, and and you know we called it, and, and it just it worked out that way. So um, again, pretty neat. Uh, over to the neck uh, to the left, uh, Cam. Ryan, when you you lose mine, you've already had Trey gone out for a little while. Allen came in and has played. When he's come in, he's played really well this year for you guys. You've been able to move Xavier back there. Is how confident are you in Down that if Trayvon can't play and Mayan can't play going forward, that he can take the load and do you expect Xavier to still get more carries in the backfield as well? Yeah, I, I think both those guys showed that they can they can do a good job. I, I think it's pretty remarkable that we have that many guys who are capable. Um, but whether it's a you know Trey, Mayan, or or Chip, um, you know, we're, we're hoping to get all these guys back here as soon as, as soon as we can. It's it's been frustrating, obviously, not having a um a full strength room there but i guess the the positive spin on that is the depth of the show and, and we've been able to uh, keep that going um but but yeah i, I think Dalen had some really nice runs today and the number one job of running backs take care of the football it's a number one job and the rest of it takes care of itself and i thought he got into a rhythm i thought he had a nice run early on if He had the first touchdown run a bounce that one did a nice job with the vision on that um and, and overall, ran hard. I, even a couple of those runs there in the fourth quarter, I thought he, he finished the runs. If it was a three-yard run, he was finishing at six. Um, I think he's got good feet, good vision. He's a really good young player. Now over to the right, Austin Ward, Rivals. Ryan, I know you've been hoping or looking forward to maybe a game that felt more normal. Did this do that for yeah. you? And when a team handles 40-point favorites, should win that easily, theoretically. Uh, when they take that seriously, is that another mark of toughness in your mind? I think so. And like you said, I, I do it. That, that felt more like a normal game, other than the short yardages again. That I was ready to bang my head against the wall. Um, but other than that, yeah, I felt like um, um, you know it was more normal, and it was great to get a, a special teams big play on the on the block punt. You know, I think that was great, um, and I just thought we had a good rhythm in the game. We kept playing. Um, yeah, that, that felt more normal.
1: When you say you want to bang your head
0: against the wall, what do you think is going on there? And is there just a, something in your mind? It looks like the play action down there can sometimes work. Are you just trying to prove a point when you keep doing it over and over? What's the yeah? Probably, probably be being stubborn there. Yeah, probably. But still, I still think we need to get better movement. We need to run harder. We need to get the first down. And we, I think we had one third down that we split for. Was it? For, was it? it Might have been a touchdown. The to mine that was good, but still uh, not good enough. Over to the left, Dan Hope, 11 Warriors. Ryan, we saw Dewan Jones, Denzel Burke, Chip Traynham. None of those guys played today. Are right. you expecting those guys to be good for next week? Yeah, 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 I am. Um, and we'll kind of see tomorrow how it all goes, but, um, you know, it's this time of year, so you know, guys are going to be banged up. It's just the way it goes, but, um, you know, and there were a lot of guys who played banged up today, a lot. Um, these guys just couldn't, didn't feel like they were ready to go play, and, and certainly we're not going to put them in the game if they don't feel like they can play. But we're looking, uh, hopefully, to, to get a, a full week of work out of him and, and uh, see him play against Maryland. Uh, over to the right, Bill Landis, Rivals. Ryan, <clears throat> what did you think of Xavier's long touchdown run, but both his effort, was he zigzagging yeah. across the field, but then also the blocking he got downfield? On that I, I didn't see it other than on the on the jumbo. I saw um, Julian, I think Marvin, hustling downfield and then making some great blocks. I, got, I can't wait to see it on film. Uh, I heard the sideline going crazy. The the initial thing that I saw was um, they stemmed the front, and it's a play that we had worked on pretty hard, um, and and I thought we logged the end really well. Uh, We got around that quickly, and then I thought that the tackle did a really good job of getting up to the backer, and then the second puller, I mean, it was three for three right there, and then Xavier slipped through, and then the rest was, um, I was kind of in the back there, and I I thought at some point he was going to go down, and he just kept squirting out. So uh, a lot of great effort on the play. Uh, Great to see Xavier get a run like that. Um, You can see what a weapon he is. He's made some big plays for us this year. So um, happy for him. And and, uh, he's very unselfish. You know, when, um, you know, we we felt like maybe he would have to play a little running back in this game. Um, He spent a lot of time talking about protection, some of the run game. And uh, because he's been such a good special teams player, he's got a lot of versatility. And you can see that in his game. Uh, Over to the left, Steven Means. Cleveland.com. Ryan there's already a ton on CJ's plate as is but when you're not really sure if you've got running backs healthy and you know your passing game has a week it does last week just how impressed are you with the week he had this week and how much of an emphasis on it and not necessarily be perfect but kind of lift things up when you have situations like this yeah he's the leader of our offense there's no question about it and um when when, when um you know your leader is just into it and, and and pushing the guys and understands how important balance is in your offense um you know, that, that's, that's important. And, you know, there was a little bit of an edge to the offense this week. I, I think that that was um, all we can practice, and we've got to keep that going. That's, that's the only way we're going to, you know, reach our goals here. But uh, I thought he threw some nice balls. I thought, you know, um, the double move by Marv was was really a nice route. He put that right on the money. You know, uh, we did have one drop. It could have been an explosive play. I thought that was a good throw. We kind of up and downed it because he saw, saw the backside corner, um, you know, threw a nice ball to Cade on, on the seam route. Uh, you know, overall, I thought he was really on point today. Uh, over to the right, Clay Hall, WSYX. You mentioned the punt block. Uh, Coach, uh, Lathan Ransom, uh, yep. reaction to the day he had? Yeah, um, it was all over the place. Uh, and, and did a really good job with Parker Fleming on that adjustment. That was uh, something that was a little bit of an adjustment based on what they were doing. And they uh, was able to put that on the field. And I think that's a sign of a mature player that, uh, you know, you can talk about it on the sideline, make an adjustment, and then go put it on the field in a game like that a competitive excellence. Um, we've worked hard on that. Uh, We've worked hard on on the the tracks of uh, blocking punts, and there's an art to that. You know, you can be out of control and and run into the punter, which will be a 15-yard penalty, which certainly keeps coaches up at night. But uh, he did it really well, got his hands right to the ball. You know, a lot of times what you want to do is you you start swatting at the ball. He put his hands right on it and um, really well executed. Great to see him playing so well across the board. I know he's, I think, a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award, and, and now to see him make a play like that, that kind of flipped the game for us, I felt like, in the second half got time for a few more, folks. Uh, over to the left, Doug Lamerese, Cleveland.com. Ryan, when did you know Dewan Jones might not be able to go today, and how did you think Josh Fryer did starting for him? Yeah, we were hoping to get Dewan out there. He was out there in pregame. It was a game-time decision. Um, he was close, just didn't feel like uh, he could do it. And, um, you know, it's a tough call. You know, they, they, these are tough decisions. And um, But we also, I think, part of the decision, we you know, we knew we had Josh. And Josh had been playing well as the as the um, you know extra tight end, and then had a good week of practice. So um, you know we had confidence in Josh to put him in the game. I'll have to see the film. I don't think it was a perfect, but I, but I feel like he, he played well. I didn't, We didn't really you know when you don't notice a tackle, that's usually pretty pretty good. But uh, have to watch the film uh, and see. But um, but a couple of times um, he looked like he was doing a pretty good job of protection. Uh, Rob, uh, Rob Aller, Columbus Dispatch. Ryan, of 11 on both sides, it, in some ways is running back the easiest to, to plug and play in terms of putting guys, putting a new guy in there versus maybe alignment. obviously quarterback? Uh, uh, yeah. Running backs. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think it just depends on your skill set. You know, it's hard to fit the right person in there, and the thing – for Xavier, Xavier came in and has, has played so many different positions. He played running back for a whole spring, maybe even more than that. So we had a background in that, uh, you know. To say like, you know, could you put Julian Fleming and play running back? No, you just can't do that, you know. Um, you know, you couldn't do that with Marvin Harrison. Um, you know, I guess maybe a mecca because he's a little bit built like that, but it, it's hard to find the right skill set to do something like that. And and uh, that, I think that's what makes Xavier uh, a weapon for us, you know. And, and happy to see him make those plays backups when you have two or three oh. or four guys the next guy up in some ways is easier than i don't know i maybe maybe our guys have looked at made it look that way but i don't think that's the case um you know i guess you know as a running back you you know you can you can um you know you can run for what they block for but then you saw them make some guys miss and make bigger plays and i think down more on contact and i thought you, you know xavier at the second level yeah uh, over here, Tim May on three, Letterman Rope. Yeah, uh, Ryan, I just want to get your reaction. Number one, and Mac, it looked like it might have been a head bump situation. Is that accurate? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'll have to go see. Um, but you know, once, once we get sometimes late in those fourth quarters, we try to be careful. Yeah. yeah. And uh, obviously, Hancock played most of the day today. Yeah. I mean, what you see out of him, and uh, were you, in, I guess, impressed by that? And number three, Xavier Johnson, how much work does he get at running back during the week? Yeah, not much. We we'll give him tracks um, yeah, every now and again um but but he has a a background of that you know tony worked with him closer to the game here a bunch they met extra to make sure that he was ready and everything um early on in the week it was just a little package by the end it was the whole thing so again hats off to him then you saw mitch doing a little bit of that as well back there and so that was good um and your other question was about Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, in the secondary. You know, I thought Cam Brown um, flashed at times. You know, I know they caught the fade on him early, but it didn't let him, it didn't bother him. He kept playing and competing. I thought that was that was great to see. Got his hands on some balls and uh, good to see Jordan out there competing. I don't know what he'll grade out, um, but, but you notice him in practice. You notice his competitiveness and um, he has great instincts for the game. And final question, uh, gentlemen from our armed forces. Thank you for what you do. You get the last question of the day. Thank you very much. Um, David Santiago, Ohio National Guard. Thank you, so brother. You, you saw a lot of uh, festivities today from the soldier running out with the flag to the flag ceremony to everything else that happened with the enlistment on the field. When you see all the soldiers and airmen in the stands on Military Appreciation Day, what goes through your mind as a, as a coach on the field? Well, first off, it makes you realize that um, this isn't as important as that, you know, and it, and it puts everything in perspective. You know, the, you're talking about people who are putting their lives on the line for the country so that we can have an opportunity to do something like this on a day like today. And uh, I know uh, we don't take that for granted. Um, We actually, every Wednesday, we have some folks come over to the facility after practice, and, um, you know, our guys get to, you know, thank them for their service. And I think it gives them a little perspective, too, that sometimes it feels like what we're doing here is, you know, uh, the most important thing in the world, but it's not. It's not. And um, we have so much appreciation for all those who uh, yeah. give the ultimate sacrifice. And there's nothing more unselfish than that. And when you're trying to build a great team, it's a great message and a great um, example of what it means to give to the greater good of somebody else is what our military does. And um, we have so much appreciation of what you all do. So thank you. Great. Thank you very much, coaching.